Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Modern Western. Modern Westerns. Modern Westerns. Ooey, ooey, ooey. Ooey, ooey, ooey. Back in the West Zone. Yee-haw. Yee-beep, beep. Perhaps. <laughs> I'm going to even. mimic a tumbleweed. Yeah. <laughs> there she goes, there. the tumbleweed. Thank you for my letting me do my performance of a tumbleweed. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, it's Shannon Greaves. Hi. <laughs> that's not Tumbleweed. Yeah, that's not my actual name. Wait a minute. Hold up. Shannon that's... Tumbleweed Greaves. Ah, oh, Tumbleweed Greaves. <laughs> that's a terrible middle name. That's now. <laughs> Especially yeah. for a comedian. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> it's caused some issues in some shows. Hiya. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. It's yeah. been a hot minute. Yeah, it has so, been. It's been yeah, what? It's, there's been a bit of tumbleweed. Yeah. Around. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, see? <laughs> Collecting those dots. I, yeah. I, we were trying to figure out when you were last on the show. Oh, my God. I know it was before 2020. Yeah. Um, I was trying to figure out which was the last podcast I did. The, the one I remembered was the one that had Millie Bobby Brown and she was a human calculator. Uh, <laughs> my best friend's a calculator. My best friend's a calculator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was one. one of my favourite ones. I don't know if that was the last one. But I don't one think sticks. so. It's got to be. It's got to be more recent than that, surely. Uh, uh, like we hope. Have you yeah. recorded with us in this house? No. no. Really? Yeah. No, not at all. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's my debut. To, yeah, you've only been to this house once before, I think. Yeah, and so, it was yeah. when you just moved in and it was just yeah. like, hey, this is how we do things. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> wow, okay, yeah. So, I live in your basement now. Yeah. Uh, well overdue then. Well yeah. overdue indeed. Welcome I'm excited to, to be back. Show. Yeah. We're doing modern westerns. We're doing yeah. modern westerns. And what a genre for me to be back on. <laughs> yeah, Something yeah. that I know so much about. <laughs> yeah. it's, Same. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we were like the thing is I can't. I think you can't avoid modern westerns. We, no, we had a bit of a chat before the show about what quite entails, but like really, it, when it comes down to it, it's like anything where you can identify all the western tropes or most of the western tropes. Yeah. Um. Uh. Of like you know, or one man out on the out on the range, out on the prairie, he's he's taking down all those bandidos or uh, you know that sort of thing. Uh, if you can, if you can sort of fit. A, a movie structure around that, mm. and it's still, and it doesn't matter what setting it's in, doesn't matter what opinion it has about the man. It is a modern western. In fact, it's it, it's it's a it has western tropes, and it's made in modern times, i.e., in the last sort of 10, 15 years. Yeah, uh, that means it's a modern western. By default, it's a modern western. Exactly. It's yeah. just like if you can uh, just swap out the main person with Clint Eastwood. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. It's a modern western. Off you go. Yeah. Yeah. If you can swap out cars for horses and it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fast and Furious. <laughs> but horses. Swap out the horses yeah. and you've got a western. Shall, shall we start pitching some modern westerns? <laughs> Let's, Let's just do get it. on with it. Yeah, like, people have given us titles on the social media, so they've gone to facebook.com forward slash Lifespitch Podcast and Twitter at Lifespitch Show. Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash Lifespitch Podcast. 
more about that last one later. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, we, we asked people for modern westerns, modern western film titles that don't exist. Yep. And people delivered. So if you want to get on it and you're listening right now, we post them out on Fridays. Look out for those posts. Give us your titles and we might pitch them on the show. They always seem to deliver, don't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people delivered and they always seem to. Yes. <laughs> well, there's been a load this week. Yeah, it's, it's really? a, nice. a surprising, a surprisingly popular genre. I was like, yeah. people don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, people don't, I was like, people don't give a shit about modern westerns. What am I going to do? Yeah. And then they all do, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is the thing. Quite a lot of them were based on original titles. <laughs> oh, they're all yes, very clever. Awards. They're all yes, very clever. <laughs> Everyone gets like a medal of yes, very clever for this week. I'm pretty sure Ross Originals gave us like three. Different posts <laughs> filled with yes, very with clever, yes, very awards. clever awards. For those of you who don't normally listen to the end of the show, the yes, very clever award is is, is a uh, award we give out. It is imaginary. It yeah. doesn't exist uh, for people who've done a title that is similar to an existing title or just a little joke. Um, fun with it. We give, yeah, we give. <laughs> sorry, just having, having me complete your spiel. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, of course, uh, there are those out there who are yes very clever hunters yeah. yes uh, they go out of their way to find a title and make a little joke Legend. they wake up every morning there's a post-it note on the on the mirror that just says yes very clever get it <laughs> legend it. has it yeah if you gather enough of these yes imaginary yes very clever awards together that you can have anything pitched you want you become a member of mensa <laughs> Because that too is also an imaginary award. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a pat on the back from just a b- bunch of people to themselves that yeah. are all saying they're all very clever. As well. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you haven't, if you don't usually listen to the end, it's well worth it just to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we get to that at the end of the show. Mm. Um, so, without further ado, let's pitch some modern westerns. Let's do it. So, from Ross Originals, we've got. The Zorro of Tomorrow. <laughs> oh. So I wrote it down. I didn't realise how fun it would be to say. <laughs> All right. It's nice when that sort of thing takes you by surprise. Yeah. So immediately I've got into my head, and we're going to go like super like sci-fi with this one. Okay. Um, there's, there's this dude that has been working, uh, spent many, many years working with this uh, hologram company. Uh, and they were trying to make like the perfect cyber hero, mm. um, and they modelled it inspired by Zorro, however you want to do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, the whole entire project got like shut down due to bankruptcy, and we're going like three years later on. The guy's just been trying to make his ends meet and just yeah. trying to get by, and then he gets approached by like these shady figures in suits and just being like, "Hey, we've got a we've got a project for you." But you're gonna need to whip out Zorro. <laughs> that sounded so bad. <laughs> you, whip you, out Zorro. What would what, what would what would it be called? It, it, yeah, with yeah. that exact sound yeah, effect, yeah. it'd be like I'm trying to think of a name for him. It would be Zorobot. Let's call him Zorobot. <laughs> It's it's is it like is it like Z zero R R zero seven seven zero oh yeah yeah exactly it's just <laughs> it's silly and there's just like a little tagline but it's all in binary just so that no one can read it yeah um, but yeah you're gonna need to whip out 
Zorobot. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it's I'm trying like that's 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 the vibe I've got to begin with. Okay. I think okay. I think the things I remember about Zorro mainly, uh, other than like the whip and the the cutting with a sword into yeah. into uh, canvas the Z, yeah, and uh, is jumping off out of a balcony onto, onto a, a horse. horse. Yeah. yeah. Which has to be done with hover cars, right? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, you know, a sort yeah. of like... Obviously, all traffic is automated. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's got to be like, that Zorro jumps off a balcony onto like the, the, the sort of Star Wars Coruscant float, oh, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Futurama floating uh, car uh, highways. Yeah. Lands on it and just starts rewiring the uh, the the route of this of this uh, like auto taxi. And someone inside is like, "I say, do you mind? Uh, <laughs> Where is this set?" <laughs> It's like Zorro, but like <laughs> that voice was distinctly like it's new, new, new Mexico, new, new, yeah. new, 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 new Mexico. New, 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 okay, new Mexico. okay. Because when you say Zorro bot, right, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put the visual image I have in my head into yours. Go okay. for um, it. Transmit that data. So I, I've got Antonio Banderas on the phone. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Of course. And I've also got a lot of tin foil. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna, <laughs> just gonna, gonna wrap. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in He's it. only small. <laughs> like we don't, we don't need much tinfoil. The thing keeping us from doing this would not be the amount of tinfoil <laughs> tin we, that we had. <laughs> He's a, he's like he's tiny like like he has to wear like massive heels to make himself look bigger. Yeah. See the way the way that I originally envisioned it was that he was almost like uh, on like a little like microchip like he was like an AI kind of system mm. and like ah. he was self-aware and he was going into these computer systems or like the public network yeah. in order to find this stolen information about. <laughs> Yeah, go for it. I like this. I've also had a visual image of the <laughs> but it goes like this. He is on a chip, right? And mm. you, you, you're damn right. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, how do we? While you do it, while you were saying that, I was like, how do we translate? How do we translate that into an action swashbuckling rope? Yeah. How yeah. does he get into a physical body? And I just don't want him to be a robot. That's so try. That's so done. Right. So what we cardboard, have cardboard is this rolls around his legs. We, yeah, we have this world, which is, you know, very 1984. Lots of monitors and yeah, TV yeah. screens and yeah. that sort of thing. And the internet's there, though. You know, the in- yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. And he's... Zorro is not a bot. It's an AI. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so when that AI gets into a system, what happens is... You see... We see... Okay. I'll try and paint a picture for you okay. here, right? All right. Um, a smoky den of of of, of uh, kind of seedy crime. People are sharing out gold and you know platinum chips that are like clearly ill-gotten. Someone's yeah. been thrust into a corner like, like mine coin for us in the in the in the virtual realm. Yeah. Illegally, like illegally mining Bitcoin or reproducing yeah. Bitcoin. Exactly. Which is, yeah. Bitbullion. Bitbullion. Yeah. yeah. Um, mine bully. Mine bitbullion in the virtual realm for me, peon. Uh, I'm oppressing peon. you. Yeah. Um, this is I don't know. Uh, Alan Cumming. And um, then uh, this huge bank of CRT TV screens yeah. against a wall, mm-hmm. right? And suddenly, red 
from one of them across to top three. Down, down, uh, diagonally down right, uh, down to the left. Yeah. And then across to another two, right? A big Z comes up on those screens. And then those screens step forwards. <laughs> Antonio Banderas with his face in the in the middle top CRT <laughs> <laughs> TV screen, his hands in the other two above yeah. uh, in, yeah. in, in the top right and top left, covered in tinfoil, <laughs> covered in tinfoil between the CRT TV super glue uh, and tinfoil yeah. TV screens, right? So his hands are in two two screens, yeah. his head's in one, his torso is in two, yeah. and then his legs are in the in the bottom ones, and he's just he has a monitor seat. <laughs> and, and so he in the internet beams himself into any any set of bank of monitors uh, and those monitors become become Zorro. Board. I love hang, it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna make a call. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. It's ringing. It's ringing. Robert! Robert! Yeah! <laughs> Hi, it's Tom again. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Yeah. Yeah. Um so, yeah, I, I forgot I have to call you Mr. Rodriguez now, don't I? Yeah. yeah. We have a film. <laughs> we think you would be interested in. Tell Tom, tell him we've got the dolls and smushed them together a bit and Do- we've banged them like we've gone like ah no and that sort of thing. Yeah, we, like, yeah. We've 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 played around with action figures yeah. for a bit. Oh he's liking that. Um yeah, he's he's shooting his guns. He's like a Cowboy out. So tell, oh. him, tell him I said pew 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 pew. He goes like pew 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 pew. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Antonio's down, yeah, yeah. We've got the tinfoil. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he says he's going to put in a ton of green screen. Oh. A ton of ton of green screen, Great. but he's liking what we're doing with it so far. <laughs> nice. Good stuff. I'm glad. Rodriguez. As long as as long as he doesn't make me. He is down to direct. As long as Antonio Banderas is all practical. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> That's what he said as well. Yeah. As long as Antonio Banderas is all practical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, so that's that's all, that's all I've got is the, fact, is the fact that these these CRT TV screens are just bashing people in this in this this Bitcoin mining den, just <laughs> thumping each other, punching a Z into the concrete wall <laughs> with with no elegance or grace. Like, like the quick whip of a sword. This guy just bang. He is the bang. Hulk now. Yeah. Just made out of monitor just, screens. Just chonking around. There's really no grace to it. Yeah. 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 Just chonking around a dystopian world. And the best part is because we don't care. Like when he jumps off the balcony to yeah. get away from the from the gunman and stuff, <laughs> he jumps onto the onto the the thing and out of the screens of the CRTD yeah. uh, CRT. TV screens, um, just little fingers come out. Yeah. Just yeah. little fingers come out of the screens. <laughs> Why were they little, in there in the first place? He's a little man with little fingers, <laughs> yeah. covered in tinfoil. Yeah, just made of made of yeah. TV screens. I've got a lot of tinfoil I need to get rid of. <laughs> I think I think the movie needs to end though with a classic kind of um, 
like at this point uh zoro is fully just fixing everything and is just kind of feeling more like himself he's got loads of monitor screens yeah. slowly attaching on and on so he's almost turning transformer and the original guy who made zoro bot mm. is like he's becoming too powerful <sighs> we've got to i've got to fix this and they have like a they both can exist because Zoro's like, nah, I'm coming after you now after I've fixed all your stuff. Yeah. Uh, because you're going to try to delete me and I ain't having that. Yeah. And so... Anthony Hopkins is the guy who yeah. created Zorobot. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. And I think also, like, Zorobot gets to read and watch all the Zoro media. Yeah. And starts to learn. Like, it starts out that Zorobot is kind of a living weapon. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that strikes fear into competitors. Yeah. Because that's why Anthony Hopkins was brought on board to this... In the first to, place. By the yeah. mob, right? Like you He's said a big businessman. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, he was he was a tech guy. And then, mm. like like Shannon said, some shady characters come over and say, we need your, your virus. Mm. Um, and then, and then um, Zorobot watches Zorro and starts to understand that he should be a good person fighting for what's right this is the plot of the iron giant <laughs> <laughs> tom um so, this is the moment Bizarro Bizarro tomorrow tom, yeah. show me on the idea where that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> we've got a giant man in tinfoil we've got this storyboard here just right off to the side here it was... exactly where you have a problem with this tom who's watched media about a superhero <laughs> Oh, the, the Zorro of tomorrow. Like Thank you one. for that one, Ross. <laughs> um, so from Tomasz Cholikowski, we've got your robots can't graze here. Ooh. Okay. This has got a kind of uh, weird Horizon Zero Dawn kind of vibe. Yeah, Horizon yeah, Zero Dawn, Blade Runner. Yeah. <laughs> Electric sheep. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay, I was I so I originally like definitely like the um, horizon kind of vibe. Mm. I think actually, I was immediately picturing, and it's we'll fit in we'll fit in the western yeah. we'll fit in the western realm this because I'm sold on this now. <laughs> um, but actually, it's like a psychological thriller as well and it's a guy waking up on a western proper set so it's like oh. he wakes up in a ranch he wakes up in a prairie mm. his memory's a little bit fuzzy but he slowly he goes over to his wife and he's just like oh darling i, I don't remember what what are we doing today and she's like oh sweet pea we're just gonna go look after the cows and you're just gonna round them up and get them into the little haddocks and he like goes into this every single day with the same feeling but then there's one moment that he noticed and he picks up some of the grass like he falls off of his horse and he, mm. he, he rubs his face in the grass and he wakes up and he's like ah and it's like razor cuts and he picks yeah. up a gr like a blade of gla uh, grass and it's a blade of, it's of like glass. glass of glass right <laughs> it was all it's all planned but it's just like Huh. This isn't like the gra the grass I remember. <laughs> no, of course it's not. What's going it's, on? And then he takes it's a glass. Yeah, <laughs> he takes a closer look at the cows. The cows are looking weird. Like one of their eyes is like flickering in and out. Like it's got a little yeah. headlight going out. One of them's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> like a, like a red glowing eye. Yeah, he never noticed it before. But these these cows are looking real strange at him. <laughs> 
and he's trying to like keep it undercover and then the the wife starts to like almost like Truman show her she's just kind of being like honey are you okay are you feeling all right you seem like you've got a temperature and he's like I'm feeling fine for the first time something funny is going on here <laughs> and really what it is mm. is that he's been like kept in an enclosure oh. of like experimental kind of eating like this weird nano food or whatever ah. that the cows have been producing mm. ah. uh, I, I need you guys to get some western in here because <laughs> this, is, this is not a western at the moment the setting's great I, I, well I think it's, it's one of those ones that's definitely uh, much like Firefly Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's like the setting is very western, but the the era is very modern. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. And uh, and like, I, there's also the kind of idea of like there is a he's just woken up to the fact that there is great evil being per- perpetrated against the people he loves. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say as well, like his genuine daughter has also been roped into this experiment. Yeah, but the daughter was taken away because she figured it out too quickly. Yeah. She was like, I used to play with these cows every single day. What's going on? And yeah. they took her away, and now he's figuring it out. Mm. Now they're just looking at me. And now there's, they're just looking cows. at it. And he is, tries are the to get... the cows behind it? I, <laughs> I think the cows are programmed to kill yeah, yeah. if he catches on too quickly. Yeah. And they're yeah. going to replace him they with, just... like, a clone. Yeah. Like, I am, I'm picturing, like, on night, he's doing, like, his final rounds, and like, all of a sudden, like, almost like uh, the weeping angels in Doctor Who will look away for a second, he turns back, and there's, like, these head-like cows slowly approaching every single time in a low kind of... I... Moo, just slowly yes. gathering. I think it's one of those things. Like in in Nope, there's a bit where in the background, if you if you're looking, you can see something that will play play a bigger part later on. <gasps> yeah. Um. I so think cool. I think we do that um, <laughs> with an um, entire cow just in the well, background. With, with loads of cows. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> well, one cow's not the, enough. The, in, the entire herd is looking directly at the camera, but Down they're in the, the distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like when you watch it back yeah. you're like oh shit they oh, were looking they at were us looking they were looking at the, camera. the last yeah. cows why are all those cows looking at the camera <laughs> fucking that's weird yeah Oh, but I feel like like the main message at the end of the day is going to be something to do with um, him realising it's not what he does that makes him a great uh, man or a great father or a great husband it's it's the the passion behind it mm. and going out and the actions that you do to protect your family. I yeah, that's the... I think I think like there's a there's a, f- a feeling of like re- rebuilding as well. Like his, mm. his his wife had been replaced at some point. Yeah, um, mm. like with and and he tries. With I a think cow. I think no, like with 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 a <laughs> no. uh, with an automaton of some kind. Oh. I um, imagine like one day or like a couple of days into the cycle, the wife will just look entirely different, and then the film won't actually address and, it. No, it's a different actress. It's a different actress entirely, and he's just like. He's like, honey, do you did you wear different makeup this morning or something or other? <laughs> like, I'm gunning for these cows being like these cows are the people that are running the simulation. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. and it's the, it's a future world where cows run the government. Yeah. And yeah. cows take over the, and they are part bionic now. Well, I'm, yeah. what, I, what I think though is that like the wife isn't like a beep boot robot, I'm gonna yeah. murder the bot you no. or something. She's uh, the cows are good enough at creating AI to have created um, someone that 
thinks and, uh, and 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 feels and genuinely falls in love with yeah. this dude. And I like so, like, it. he's trying to he's trying to uh, near the start when he first realizes he tries to get her out. Also, the guy in this is Bene- uh, Benedict Cumberbatch the entire okay. time. Okay, yeah, um, the yeah, power no, of the cow. Like, yeah. yeah, end of the first act, he tries to get her out, and it ends up completely endangering her endangering him because she won't go and that's echoed later when eventually he finds his daughter and he's out he gets further out right eventually this movie is going to end with him standing on a real pasture yeah and um uh, with with all with whoever is is, cows don't look the same anymore who's who's um uh like yeah, what he's found out is that, like, the pasture's still there, there yeah. are no more cows. Yeah, yeah. cows. Right? Yeah. Um, the thing that. Oh! No, no, oh, no, 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 oh, I, oh, oh, right, right, right. I can oh, see the clubs turning. I've got a really horrific Twilight Zone esque twist. <laughs> okay. right. He okay. gets out onto a real pasture, there's naked people walking around on all fours, <laughs> and cows stood up on their, on their back legs. <laughs> all right, I'm going pu- to put that on the maybe column. <laughs> um, <laughs> Slide uh, that in there. So, give yeah. me, so firstly, the the it just so happens that the um, singularity, the AI apocalypse, mm. was done with a dairy commercial. Yeah, like like animatronic cows just happened to be the thing it manifested in and started replicating over. Yeah, um, uh, is something we'll put in the wiki later. But um, <laughs> the, um, the 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 point being that when he gets out into the city, he eventually he gets to the city limits, finds this real pasture mm. where now there is nothing. Mm. Yeah. Right. Um, the uh, the the AI cows have kind of like started trying to create humans as a sense of like looking for purpose. Mm-hmm. What was the purpose of these people from the past? Yeah, right. Yeah. He gets out into the onto the thing, and then whenever the human big uh, massive moving screen with a human face, <laughs> yeah. um, that like is is like the spokesperson for the cows. Yeah, right. Yeah. They've got this on, born on the back of 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 like. 10 metal cows is a huge screen uh on it is the face of sir patrick moore yeah yeah (laughs) the game's master um he's a terrifying looking (laughs) and and he's, he's like what will you do now you have escaped benedict cumberbatch and benedict cumberbatch looks up and says whatever i want yeah. Your cows can't graze here. Which <laughs> yes. I think is the name of the movie. Yes, yeah, the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your robots can't graze your here. Your robots can't graze here. Yeah. Yeah, and even though there's nothing out here for him to do, he was a cattle farmer, it's all he ever knew. He owns the land, it's he his, he's got la- freedom. He, he's got freedom even if it means death. Yeah. And then he finds, if you want, then he finds robot cows grazing humans yeah. later. That's, yeah. the, that's, that's, kind of the, the that's the beyond the Thunderdome of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Saving that weird shit for the sequel. Yeah, exactly. yeah. again. You mentioned the, the AI wife. Yeah, and yeah. I, I got joy vibes from Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah so absolutely. Like hologram can't get out of the house. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and it's genuine rails. love, but is it? But is it? Like yeah. you know, uh, and he's he's got his little daughter, and he's getting out, getting out into that pasture. Yeah, and it's kind of futile, but is it futile if it's freedom? And it's so bittersweet. Mm. And Sir Patrick Moore's face is there. <laughs> that's a that's a horrific. Uh, we, need to, we need to throw in some violence in there. Um, there's just oh, like yeah. a, a random moment where the cows absolutely massacre 
just like a, a badger a badger or yeah. like a real life creature managed mm. to enter into the complex and he's like what's that thing over there and the cows just like all turn very quickly and rapidly <laughs> start to shred this thing and then they just turn back and just like uh, like a little voice cam comes in and just goes nothing uh, turn yeah. away <laughs> he's following a heartbeat sensor in this city <laughs> like yeah. alien yeah, yeah. Looking, looking for anything organic yeah right and and as he opens this sewer grate a rat zooms out and 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 just suddenly just cows, cows bear down on bear. it because he's because he's wearing tinfoil yeah yeah um to, 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 to fool the cows yeah into yeah he's, think not he's a robot yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, We've got I, so I, much tinfoil left. I think the daughter's wearing the tinfoil because she's just like, oh, she, they managed to find him. I think yeah. he's like, he's the chosen subject. Mm, so mm. he's kind of like, okay, until the cows decide, okay, you need to, we need to figure this out. So it starts like <laughs> coating little like vital organs in tinfoil maybe to deter them. That's it, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. There we go. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I wouldn't watch it. How dare you? I would watch it. <laughs> All right, so from Phil Walters, we've got the Mongoose Mountain Gang. The Mongoose Mountain Gang? Ooh. How do you make this a modern Western? What What? Take... Motorbikes. Ooh. Motorbikes? Yeah. Yeah. That are called the Mongooses. Are they, are the they... Mongoose. Is Mongai. that like a brand of motorbike that's Mongoose? Yeah, but I imagine like the, the actual... Um, the from... handle of the motorbikes are just antlers. Yeah. That's... Mongoose? Do mongoose have antlers? No. Mongooses have antlers? They're like squirrels, I... aren't they? Oh, I'm, I'm think thinking... you're thinking of moose. I'm thinking of mooses. Yeah. Oh. Close. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a hybrid. Meese. Yeah. As they're called in Canada. <laughs> okay. Collectively. I'm going gonna... to slowly go away from <laughs> the mongooses... microphone. No, mongooses look like this. Oh, wow. What? That, that's not a squirrel either. That's something else. Yeah, I no, clearly did not know what a stripey mongoose was. Stripey back. Does look like it's got a saddle, though. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it is like a... Like a stripey capybara, almost, from here. I'm glad this is immortalised on a podcast. Yeah. Me finding out what a mongoose actually yeah. is. <laughs> not being a moose. Do you know what? They're mountain bikes. Mongoose. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Ah. Mongoose mountain bikes. is Right. Is, so... Um, the Mongoose Mountain Gang would be mm-hmm. like. I think it's a bunch of kids that want to rob, like that is terrorizing a small town. Yep. In in the Rockies. In the Rockies, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like 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 Twin Peaks. Oh, or we've something. got like yeah. So we've we've got some real sort of like ET vibes going on in a sort of like yeah. I'm thinking ET Stranger Things, except if those kids were all. Dickheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the opposite side. And then so one one kid who is um, oh okay. So uh, by the way, uh, mongoose also make like this is a branded movie, so Uh the the bikes Mm. have to come off good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're they're the star of the show. So hear me out. Okay, because mm. mm-hmm. these you, you're right. These kids yeah. are dicks, and I think that's what you were like. I want I want these kid these kids on these bikes to be fucks. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. That was your and I I, I want to respect that driving value. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> dicks. So <laughs> bricks. Kid gets brought out to the um to a, to a rural town in the Rockies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been brought out there because. Um. Dad's brought him out there because um, he just got custody. Why? Because mum 
took this kid out of, out of school and entered him into loads of BMX competitions in the city. Okay. To win right. money, right? Because okay. this kid is good at BMX. He's yeah. really Talented. good at stunts, yeah. right? But that's no way to raise a child. That's that's not where you're getting your education. That's street smart, not yeah, blood yeah. smart. Exactly. So dad's now got custody up in the Rockies. He's like, son. And it's David Harbour, obviously. Son. Oh, I was going to say Cal McLaughlin. All right, yeah, you'll know what. Of Twin yeah, Peaks. Uh, because in honor of Twin Peaks, yeah. we'll, we'll say Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> this, is, this, is this is set in the nineties because, <laughs> yeah, like it's it's no kids riding around on bikes nowadays. Sun is a little different out here in the Rockies. Yep. Uh, you know, sometimes I like to think about my time in Tibet when. Uh, when when you're uh, when you're out here, uh, it's where I met your mother. Uh, my original idea, and it was going to be a quick one, yeah. was these kids are fucking taking advantage of this old town in the Rockies. Yeah, Carl McLaughlin is forced out of retirement to beat the shit out of each <laughs> kid. <laughs> <laughs> Children? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the movie. It's like Carl McLaughlin is like John Wick. He goes John Wick on these kids. In the mountains, just what happens, with, a, with a bike. What happens to a son then? We've we've got a son well, being in, custody. In, in my head, this is before he was the son. Just a, was he was pitched. just a lonely man. Right. Yeah, he was just a lonely man. <laughs> I get out it. To punch children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get off my lawn, kind of vibe. Yeah, but these kids, you really had to hate these kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, in order to enjoy this movie, which was just violence <laughs> of kids getting beaten up. Yeah, all, all these kids are fucking like Alfie Allen yeah. in in. John Wick. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> none of them are redeemable. No, well, no good quality. Point point being is yeah. that um, to uh, to try and split the split the difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, point uh, like he's like it's different out here in the in the Rockies, and then like everyone takes cover because what's happened is like a, a gang of youths. There's they've they've been messing around on the train tracks. A train has derailed nearby. Oh. And they've messed messed about with it, and um, they've it was carrying a shipment of these these mountain bikes, and they're now using them to just terrorize the terrorize town. the yeah. town, uh, jumping over Keith. Yeah, he's always he's, he's out. He's just and the local he, shop owner. Sh- he, when he he can't walk very fast, no. and oh. they they do jump. They set up a ramp next to him. <laughs> <laughs> A moving ramp. As, as, as he's crossing the road, yeah. they're just like, here's our chance, gang. And they just get the ramps on either side. Yeah. What, and he's what? just trying to get by. Exactly. He, he's lost a leg, so he's just he's using a walking he's cane. He's, he's, not he's just fast. slowly he's getting there and he's feeling more and more self-conscious, yeah. being like, oh, they're going to do it again. <laughs> oh, if only I was like it in the olden days. And they're just like, screw you, Keith. And then they just start doing We're flip. bringing out the ramps again, <laughs> Keith. <laughs> it's your favourite time ramp time no not the ramps <laughs> <laughs> they've got like a bike with a giant ramp going like over someone's back yeah, yeah. and another one so they can just keep on going yeah, Go- yeah exactly. Go- Gobbo is a big guy who has he wears a big a satchel that has a ramp on it oh no yeah. ramp and he does a, he does a, like a a turn and he uh, like plants his feet and, and everyone else goes over him over on the ramp oh. um, they're pretty cool to be fair I was going to say it, yeah. aesthetically really cool yeah. terrible kids though bad, yeah. bad, 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 bad people but they they're are, all yeah. they're all horrible we see them shoot a puppy at the beginning of we the movie. do we yeah. do want to make a movie that kind of like if 
impressionable teenagers see it, mm. they will not realise that we're criticising these kids. And right. in fact, they'll 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 think that that's aspirational. Yeah. Um, sort <laughs> okay. of like I, I like to think of it as kind of kind of like the Fight Club uh, uh, aesthetic. You okay. know? Yeah, it's it, yeah. Fight Club's a probably better example than I was thinking of, and that was uh, Joker. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Again, another better example. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of Triple uh, X, you know the Vin Diesel movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, like no, but that is aspirational. He's, he's a piece of shit, Triple X. Yeah, that's true. He is. He's got no respect for authority. That's true, but he does have respect for his mother. He, does he? Yeah. You see his mum in that movie? He, no, but you, yeah. he mentions his mum uh, when um, he, oh, yeah. he foils the, the the sting operation where he susses out that the, uh, the 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 waitress in the diner was a was an agent because she was wearing two impractical shoes. Um, uh, for that job, um, and so uh, you know, because his mum did it. His mum did it for yeah, years. Yeah. I remember that scene, and uh, yeah, terrible example from me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, point being, this Triple kid, X. this kid has to come out of retirement from his BMX. <laughs> yeah, that's where this is going. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was it. To beat up all these kids. Yeah. You two for the two pictures for the price of one <laughs> with the with the mongoose mountain gang. And do you want to see Carl McLaughlin beat the shit out of kids, or do you want to see another kid? Carl McLaughlin's son kicked the shit out of kids. Carl McLaughlin beating up the kids. That's actually the sequel that happens is when the kids slightly more grown up and, and like, moved out of town. Yeah, they come moved out of town, but the other kids are like plotting a revenge just to be like, we're going to break his legs, that and he's train... like, that's my son. I love the idea that Carl McLaughlin in the movie I uh, like started pitching yeah. was the kid's dad. Yeah. And in the sequel, which is the movie you start pitching, yeah, yeah. Cal McLaughlin is the son grown up. <laughs> I, I also love, like, in the sequel, another train crashes. It's the same thing. Same plot. <laughs> it's the same plot, except there's no father-son relationship. It is just bare bones. We want to see. This is what we've been wanting to see Carl McLaughlin do for years. Oh, John Wick 3. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> except uh, dogs are in it. Like, Carl McLaughlin... I, like, it's something we all never thought about before <laughs> but once once it was on screen yeah. in the mongoose mountain gang 2 <laughs> we we're gonna That's beat him up all we were there for yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we didn't realize what we wanted <laughs> the mongoose mountain gang 2 we <laughs> subtitle we're gonna beat him up yeah yeah <laughs> There's going to be a coveted moment in the second one where you just start to hear a, an approaching train and it starts to get derailed. And he kind of just, you know, like in the proper old westerns where it'd be like the shutter eye will like zoom in on the Clint Eastwood's eyes. Mm. It's going to be that. And it's him going to look left and right and going, God damn it, they're at it again. And that's going to be it. These two are in the in the 90s. So like, well, we do one every like 10 or 15 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, still Karl McLaughlin. Re yeah. This is old man Karl McLaughlin. Yeah, so yeah. he's still, he's still the kid. Yeah. So he's not his dad. But yeah. He's the kid, but yeah, older. He's, the yeah, kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's now older up. than the dad was in the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, right. And the third one, he's derailing these trains <laughs> <laughs> because he's got nothing else to live for. 
He's trying to like remember the good old days. Yeah. He's trying to restage it so oh, he's doing the trick. Yeah, Carl McLaughlin, the dad. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> goes goes back yeah. to the old town. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, uh, it's it's an aged down Carl McLaughlin. Mm. Uh, back to the first one. Mm-hmm. Back 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 to the age he was when he was playing the dad. Yeah, yeah. And he goes back to the old town, uh, and we're like. Why is he so young? Uh, and then um, he, he, he realises that the, the gangs are back. Yeah. Dad, not knowing much about BMX, has to just use normal beating up tactics to beat these, these kids up. Yeah. Gone are the, are the pretense that there's any biking going on. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he, he gets to the bottom of it, like you say. He gets to the bottom of it, realising that current age Karl McLaughlin, yeah. the boy... Who used to be the child? <laughs> oh my god! Is behind, so is behind all of these oh, train yeah. crashes. These train crashes. Oh, and you go gangs. back in time. Yeah. <laughs> we just never aged. Never aged. Oh, fair enough. Dad, I mean, Dad Cal McLaughlin never aged, but okay. we did, because we didn't see him after the first um, movie. Yeah. Time didn't move forward for yeah. him. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Aren't you glad we went with Cal McLaughlin and not David Harbour? Yeah. Who it yeah. would have made more sense for. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Very thankful for Cal McLaughlin action star. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's three movies for the price of one <laughs> that, title. That is a lot. Phil Walters, well done. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles. Those were all the titles this week. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> End yeah. of sentence. Yeah, really good. Um, Speechless. Remember, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. Give us a like there. Give us a follow on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show for what it's worth. Uh, and uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. More on that in a few moments. Shannon. Yes. Thank you for coming back on the show. Oh, every time I come on, I have such a blast. It's, it's I, been such a pleasure. It's been really, really fun and yeah. well overdue. Yes. Far overdue. Oh, um, anytime. Oh. Excellent. Well, hopefully we'll see you back on the show soon. Yeah. Um, uh, if people wanted to find uh, your creative output, yes. what, where would they have to go? Oh, well, I actually have a creative output for the first time, I think, on this podcast. Because before <laughs> it was just, I'm not doing anything, I'm in Sheffield. Yeah. Uh, so I am a member of a part of a new improvised comedy troupe called SideQuest. Uh, SideQuest is a choose-your-own-adventure comedy show where mm. every show, um, before it starts, the audience gets to create a hero from olden tales or any D&D inspired game that they never got to play and we put on a hero's journey for them uh, meet some very strange characters and mm. it's a lot of fun definitely worth it we're all around Sheffield at the moment yeah. we have regular monthly shows at uh, the Still Cauldron and at Dina um, so keep an eye out. We've got a Facebook page and everything. Yeah, side quests. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm in that. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. In I'm, I'm in it. Um, Terry Silver, who we've had on the show in a few weeks well. ago. Yeah, in it as well. Uh, a few bunch of other funny people who I'm sure we'll have on at some point this year. Yeah, we, of course. Uh, should have to get to more of them on because they are all all amazing yeah comedy people i i have the privilege of improvising with some very funny people yes likewise. Um, i have seen the show it is good so yeah. take that uh more than any of that stuff they're in it right yeah. <laughs> i'm not it's good so go 
Yeah, listeners, I, I I want to enforce on you how much that means. That is a glowing <laughs> not, review. Not to, not to me, although it means a lot to me yeah. for Matt to come and see a show. Right, right. Matt has adamantly, over the years, said how much he dislikes improvised comedy. I don't like going to see improvised comedy. Yeah, yeah he doesn't yeah. like going to see improvised comedy at all. No. Right? No, not his thing. The smile on your face... The sort of first interval of the like the side quest show we did that you came to, I was like, oh, yes, finally <laughs> happened. We know it's a good show. It's good. It's a good show. It's a good show. You should watch it. Yeah, super proud of it. it. Um, do you do you have any dates or are we? Uh, no, no, not, dates not for, just no. Yet. pending. Pending some dates. Next show is in May at some point. May we'll be sure point. to let you know on yeah. Twitter when we have some dates for that because yeah. uh, it. It is relevant, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm sure uh, our followers aren't going to uh, aren't going to be sad that they get to find out that a regular guest and a ho- and, and a host yeah. of the podcast are going to be a, in a, in a show forming a show. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, uh, go over there, do those things. Uh, if you want to help us out, if you liked the show, if you enjoyed yourself, then you can go um, uh, and tell your friends about the show. Uh, we'd really, really help. Um, tell uh, tell your friends about SideQuest. Tell your friends about Life's a Pitch. Uh, it does. It's the only real way the podcast gets spread. Mm. When we make it, if we make you know marketing posts, it's literally screaming into the void. If you tell your friends about it, they know. They recognise that that is a person another person yeah. who has had experience and like the thing so uh, it, it means way more coming from you yes um, uh, so if you want to do that we really like thank you to all those people who have done that the only reason we have any audience at all is because literally because people of have that. talked about it yeah, uh, yeah. yeah spread the passion spread yeah. the love for the podcast mm-hmm. uh, and if you don't want to do that because you either don't have any friends or you want to keep the ones that you already have uh, <laughs> you can go to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast where you can just give us money the thing that means less than friends that's the small print to word of mouth <laughs> yeah is if you just, overdo it yeah yeah if, if, you, if you still want your friends like you're, you're walking a razor yeah <laughs> maintain a, a good base level yeah. of pitching um yeah uh you can go with patreon.com uh, that Tom mentioned earlier, that is a place where you can give creators a little bit of money each month. Uh, it keeps their, uh, the creative uh, projects going. It helps pay for kit. It helps pay for uh, repairs. It helps pay for hosting. It also, you know, the more we get, the more, like, it's just like you saying, have a coffee. Well done mm. for making the show I like. So um, we really appreciate all these people who do it over there you can get bonus pictures you can get uh, audio commentaries to movies you can get uh, all sorts of stuff a vote on the genre um, every single week um, loads of uh, bonus content over there so uh, all we ask is you go over there follow us you don't have to give us any money just check out what you could be getting um, Thank you to all these people who do that already. That is Brandon, Spanky Mills. How much do you need to replace that microphone stand? Ah, the microphone stands. I haven't looked because I've I've had these ones that I picked up off the street for quite a while. This is an answer to this isn't a name. Um, uh, (laughs) Who who could tell? Yeah. (laughs) Who could tell at this point? Um, uh, But yeah, uh, I I don't know. But they're probably not that expensive to get new ones. I'm just just stubborn uh, because I could fix (laughs) these ones. Um, Anyway, uh, (laughs) Alexa, Lord sweet Jesus, please don't cancel my Life's a President subscription. 
he is watching us all. Jeremy L. Kayam, Stephen D. Thomas, Blobba Lobba Labba Zabba Labba, Blah Blah Blah, Crown Blah Blah Blah, or Blah Blah Blah, JFK Blah Blah Blah. Fingers to hand. Happy say family, please stop looking for me. I love living in the Life's a Pitch Towers dungeon. Everything is fine. Please don't send help. James Delaney. A gurgle is on the gorge. A stutter in the seas. A prophecy atop a volcano. Mushrooms that think about designating parking areas and what they mean for the rest of us. We regret to announce that we are calling off the search for Maximilian Bisque and declaring him legally dead. Our thanks again to Chief Inspector Brent Black, who was instrumental in not finding Mux Bisque. Matt, trapped in an eternal samurai revolution, watching the, la the next vodka until the last end of time. Joseph Hegarty, warning union suit shortage, do not panic by union suits. The serial dragon and family. Charlie Chalk is an anagram of cha-cha killer. <laughs> and he's coming for your cha-cha. Good lord. I am Benzor, the god of depressants. I am now speaking to you through my child. The Life's a President podcast is not sponsored by Manscape. Alex... <laughs> Alex Keane. Matt and Tom's rapidly disintegrating microphone stand. Hark, the Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account that I created to join this stupid ARG. Episode 2 of the Life's a President podcast is out now. Tune in on Spotify. Only Spotify. Because we love a good monopoly. Zoe... Elbridge Jerry stole my idea for sliced bread, and if you're careful, he will steal yours. Teeny! Exclamation mark. Listen to episode two of the Life's a President podcast at tinyurl.com forward slash Life's a President. It's rubbish, but mercifully short. Ads, Bex, Chuck, Die, Evan, Frida, Gary, Ingrid, John, Kay, Lars, Mel, Neil, Otorino, Laryngologist. Paul, Queenie, Rog, Sally, Thad, Eunice, Vic, Walt. I say J, you say FK, J. 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 Thanks, everyone. It really helps out. Yeah. Cool. So we end the show, with, as we always do, with the S Very Clever Awards, which is the award we give out to uh, the person who's given us a title based around an existing title and just had a bit of fun with it. Had a little jokey woke. Jokey woke. Jokey wokey. Woke liberals. And uh, this week it's going to Ross Originals, who's given us the good, the bad, and the uncanny. <laughs> oh. You see what I mean? We could have done we something with that. We it really could have done something. It is technically... Yes, very clever. Yeah, it, but we could yeah. have done something with it. Um, so until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. And I've been Shannon Greaves. Remember who pitched it. <laughs> <laughs>